And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 78. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 1 through 3 from the book Rule of Wolves. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Creatureverse. A world created by the mother of Volcra, Lee Bardugo. Moi, Savi, and ye casters, we are back. Oh, and we are. Whew, it's it been, has been a minute. Been a hot minute. Yes, it's been a minute. I know. Let's see if we remember how to do this. Girl, we're just going to talk. Woo. We got this. We're good at that. So let's remember, we do have Listener City shout out. We do. Yep. The first is Homebush, Australia. Uh-huh. Thanks, Homebush. And next, we're going on down to Cape Town, South Africa. Aww. Sorry, I said that really weird. Didn't mean to, but that's awesome. Homebush yeah. is a fun name. I really like it. It is. It's cute. I do. <laughs> so... For those of you that want to support our podcast a little more and reap the rewards, we now have Patreon. Yay! And for a hot summer special, we are offering $2 a month for access to all our extra content called GrishaCast After, where we talk a little bit about the Grishaverse and a lot about being best friends. There are also tiers that grant you a co-producer and even a co-host status. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash greasycast or follow the link at greasycast.com. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so it has been a minute. And, so many minutes. <laughs> and I'm so excited because this is a really cool book. And it I'm is. Really excited to dive into it. A lot happens in this book. I know. But before we dive into that, let's catch up on our tea. So, yeah, we got tea. But how have you been? <laughs> what has been going on up in your world? Um, <laughs> what did you I do for the know. fourth? Oh, on the fourth, we sat out on the um, driveway and we watched our neighbors shoot off thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> worth of fireworks. It was nice. just like going into the city to watch fireworks, but much cheaper and with no one else around. <laughs> so it was great. Wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah. We went camping slash glamping and... um. It was very unique and interesting, and I loved being able to spend time with my family. Um, But this place, I'm just going to say, like, I felt like I didn't know that this world really worked that way. Um, Like, on the 4th of July, I literally thought I was in a movie when we were driving around on golf carts. And, like, yeah, it was like, it was a locked-in place. Um, but we were driving around, and, like, I'd look over, and, like, it was the day before 4th of July, and there was a girl with, like, blonde hair and pigtails and red, white, and blue and sparklers. And she had, like, <laughs> her father who had this um, Make America Great Again shirt, and, like, everything was red, white, and blue. And I get it. I just had never seen so much of it in one place. And also, I'm just saying... um. It was just all white people. I didn't see anybody oh. else in this part. Oh. Um, but it was just, it was a very unique exper- experience. So I. Well, I was 
I was confused when I heard you were going camping. I was like, I'm sorry, Eric, camping. Yeah. Oh, in the I same was sentence. I was scared <laughs> because I I love my husband to death, but he can definitely like tell me something is phenomenal and great, and I get there and it could like he just he's he tries to get me places. Well, then I got excited because I was like, ooh. I've got all this camping stuff and we never go camping, so we can all go camping together. And then I talked to you and you're like, well, it was more like glamping. Yeah. So <laughs> believe it or not, I am a Eagle Scout though. Don't forget that. I used to camp with the best of them. I did. I'm I did some. Sure, you did some hardcore camping. Girl, I got photos. <laughs> I'm Whoa. not even kidding. Yeah, I know. We used to go to this place <laughs> called Blue Hole. Don't. And- <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Are there it, pictures of the blue hole? So it's a very unique hiking trip. You go like, it takes an hour to get in. <laughs> and then once you get there, um, it's this little stream going into this like pond that's maybe the size of this table that supposedly they say they have no clue how deep it is. I don't know if that's true or not, but I didn't dive in it. So, <laughs> and we go in the middle of December always. So you were like frigid. Like I remember my socks were frozen the next morning that I like woke up to try to put them on to warm up and they were frozen. So the blue hole mm-hmm. is cold. Is very deep. Yep. Who knows how deep it is? You can, I guess we'll never know. Or we could always Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to Google it. It's a real place, girl. I remember my. We used to go every year in this dang Boy Scout troop. Ooh, they hated me too. But anyways, I'm hurting over here that it's a clean podcast. Mm, it is. I'm gonna look up Blue Hole real quick. Okay, well, Blue Hole in Tennessee. You do that. See, here we go. Let's see what it says. Um, Blue Hole Trail. How deep is the Blue Hole in Tennessee? Oh, it says it's actually got 15 feet. <laughs> wow, that's so I'm sorry, deep. no, it says Blue Hole is approximately <laughs> 40 feet by 30 feet and estimated to be, fi- oh, 15 feet deep. Wow. At its deepest point. So deep. They really got me there. <laughs> well, maybe they got pictures. Do we have images? Oh, boy. Oh, they do. Well, see, yeah, that looks like it, I think. Hell, I can't remember. I've been, I was so damn young. Anyways, <laughs> it it did have like a little, I don't know. Anyways, well, um, yeah, so very festive 4th of July. Oh, and the firework display. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Um, it was the most patriotic, it was like 45 minutes long. And um, everybody, so this was really funny. Um, they were like, we're going to go watch the fireworks and it's, we have to go to the lake. And I was like, okay. And they're, I was like, are we walking? They're like, no, we've really got to like use our golf carts to get there. And we get on the golf cart. One minute later, we're at the lake. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> phew. Glad we didn't Thank walk back. God, we took that little <laughs> golf cart ride winded. Um, but then we sat and like, it was just like this. I wish I knew what track they, they put together. Some kind of like, it was like. America, like you'd hear like Indians in the background. That's how it started. Like, and then it was like, you mean uh, Native Americans? Sorry. Yes. Native (laughs) Americans. Um, I was confused. Yeah. And it was like, 
America started in blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I was like, and it was just saying, like, this country is amazing. And was like, I was like, and we were accepted, like, very easily by the Native Americans. I was like, were we? That's not true. Yeah, I was. That was the same thing I said. I was like, "Yeah, but we kind of like <laughs> killed them and like forced. We kind of like stole everything from them. Yeah, it's not really that. And like, gave them appropriation in return. <laughs> yep. And now they're just living on their own lands and can't wait for us to leave. Oh boy. Anyways, America. It was very much like that. Like, I felt like it was very, oh, my God. Did it make you uncomfortable? Yeah. I saw um, a bumper sticker that said, don't forget the fraud in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, I didn't believe. Bless. I know. So I, um, yeah, that was my 4th of July. I, I, I had a great time with my husband. And Caden was cute. He had his friends. So they were like, they had a ball. They were running around doing everything. And um, by the time I actually really got used to it, I, we had to leave. Oh. Yeah. But. You can go again. Yeah. I told Chris, if we're going to get a camper, though, I want one of those nice ones. (laughs) So. And I saw some really nice ones up in there. There's like, there's some crazy campers. Why don't you just build a house? I don't understand. Like, I mean, because they want wheels. Yeah, you should see some of these places though. Like, they literally like mm-hmm. some of the places were like permanent fixtures where you could park your camper in to pretty much a house. Yeah, like I was just like you. Yeah, they have like a lean to where they can. Yeah, where it becomes part of like another structure. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But those things are like just the actual RVs themselves are like thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars. It's insane. Yeah, why don't you just buy a house? they want the option to go yeah but i know i know okay anyways it would be i couldn't imagine trying to back that thing up (laughs) i couldn't it is difficult to back that thing up sometimes back that thing up (laughs) anyways okay so (laughs) i wish we could get our producer to like actually say what he says so i don't sound crazy sometimes because he talks in my ear yes and it's so funny Sorry, listeners. I know you guys are like, okay. Why they just randomly laugh. So, yeah, yeah, that's why we do it. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, I hope you all are excited to be covering Rule of Wolves. And we will not be doing any spoilers. We're going to cover it chapter by chapter. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it right. We ain't going to do no spoilers. Because this isn't the spoiler season. No, but let's get started. And we're just going to, like, by starting off, let's look at the cover real quickly. I was really excited when this cover came out. Is that an eagle in the left corner? Yes. Okay, so that obviously is the Lance Ops, right? Yes. Is, mm-hmm. uh, do you know, and I'm not, are you trying not to spoil something, or am I, because I mean, like, I thought the fox was Nikolai down in the corner. Oh, too clever fox thing. But the eagle is Lance Ops. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, the wolf, obviously, we know, I mean, like, that's, well. Yes. Yeah, I, the, I think the whole wolf thing refers to somebody. Well, and, and we have a dragon. <clears throat> we have a dragon. We know who that is because, hey, we're not spoiling anything if you read the last book. Yes. Yeah. So the dragon is Zoya. Zoya. But that's interesting. The yeah. eagle can't be Nikolai and the fox and be And the Nik- fox, yeah. Okay. Unless. Well, no, that has to be a fox, right? It has to be a fox. Unless it's a different kind of wolf. 
that's a very sheepish wolf. I know. It looks like a fox. Look at its <laughs> it tail. It kind of looks like Lucy. Its tail is definitely a fox. Yeah. So also, up at the very top where with the Grishaverse thing, there's a sun and moon, which is cool. Oh, I never even noticed yeah. that. There's a sun and moon at the very top there. That is cool. Mm-hmm. So the tree is just like... Gel. Okay, so... Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, I mean, I was trying to figure that out. I mean, I think it's really cool. Oh, you know what? It just came. Click. Ding. Sorry, I have read this. <laughs> but it all. Have you? Yeah, I know. It's going to be kind of like reading it. It, it kind of is. I mean, what happens we read is. It quickly. Yes, we read through it quickly. But what happens is you, as you're reading through it, you don't pick up on the things that she's laying down. Yeah. As you go through. And then when you read back over again, you see that you get things that you. That you, you missed. So that wolf looks really like. I mean, that almost doesn't look like a wolf. It almost looks like a demon a, thing. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I was almost thinking. Is that Nikolai? Like, is that this monster? No, no. I don't think it, so it just looks very like that's a. If that wolf that's walked a up to me, wolf, yeah, yeah, like that is definitely the wolf that like ate. So is that him. like the the wolves that the Fjordans? I'd hope not. Those are scary as hell. Well, they sound scary in the book. The book. <laughs> well. Anyways, it's a neat cover. It is neat. I like how I mean it does it is raised, but it looks like very 3D. Yeah. I actually thought that like when they showed this off, like when they released the cover, that it was gonna be like It looks like a carving. Yeah. Is that your signed copy? No. Mm. Mm-mm. That stays in my house, girl. Well, it's the only oh, one. Oh, I didn't I got, get a sign. So. I didn't get this one signed. Remember, you're the only one that got signed. Oh. Yeah. I only I've got ninth house and Okay. Um, well, it's my only one, so. Yeah, girl. Hey, <laughs> we get what we get. So when we go on through, she um does want to, to Edda, right? Who I think me. it's E-D-A. I was thinking that. I because just it's didn't all know capital. E-D-A. So I wonder who. It's helped, probably somebody's initials. Who helped me find my place among the wolves. Love to know who that is. Who they are. And mm. then um we've always got the Grisha. So we've seen that. I wish they changed that up a little bit, though, to be honest. It'd be kind of neat. Well, I don't know what else they would do. I know. I'm such an art freak. I just like things to be different all the time. (laughs) And then we go to, like, my favorite map, which I love this map. I love it. But I don't know, like, I almost wanted to, like, see if we could, like, Put little like flags in the places and know where we went. I think EDA is the husband. Is it? I do believe so. At the very end, it says, <laughs> in the thanks, it says, and E, I know you don't like me to make a fuss, but thank you for being my friend, my familiar, and the only person I could love more after 11 hours in the car. So I think E is <sighs> is the significant other. And we knew about that significant <laughs> other before others. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. But so detective work, I think that's. Go, girl. You got it. That's who that be- is. Yeah, and this, we don't know, but this could be the finale to the Grishaverse. Who knows? She didn't really, she wrote it saying it could be, it could not be. So, uh, no, I, I don't want it to be. It can't be. Especially <laughs> how it goes. I just don't want it to be. Okay, so looking at the map real uh-huh. quickly, which we've never discussed. Okay, above the true sea. Yep. What are those things? Um, Elephant mermaids. <laughs> 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 kind of looks like an anteater. Um, well, it's an, they've got elephant 
heads, but then they're scaly. And they've got... And then, like, they've got hooves. Claws or something. They look like hooves. <laughs> look at the poor little whale over in the bottom I left know, corner. He's cute. He's, he's got a big, fat lip. I know. He's so cute. Aw, I just want to um, give him some chapstick. Yeah, and there's little... The, oh, look at that boat below it. It's got, like, it's got a nose. <laughs> <laughs> and then it looks like there's some, like, sea whips. Or, whip. like, AC whip. Mm. Whip. What I really think is neat is how the palaces actually are kind of drawn out. And they, like, really look the way... Like, if you look at Azalta, that definitely, like, you know, it's Surrounded. got that theme. Yeah. And then then we go to Shuhan and Amrat Jen. Like, that's really cool. I really like that. Yeah. And then, of course, Jerhom definitely looks just the way it should. I don't know. Yeah, it's a very neat, detailed... <gasps> look, there is a mermaid up at the top. Yeah. And you know what? That's going to be really cool. I know stuff that you don't, but when we <laughs> read other, like when we read the like fantasy read story. other things. Well, the, like stories and yeah. um, the other novel. Yeah. Anyways, cool Nobia Zim looks fantastic. It looks so peaceful over there. <laughs> it does. Like that's where I would live, to be honest. I remember we asked. Oh, yeah, looking Lee, at this map, that's, <laughs> that's where I would go. <laughs> no one is over there. Um, you don't see a single building. No. It's just It looks like brush. the countryside. I know. And it's close to that cute whale. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I really want to visit that whale. I want to pet the whale. <gasps> Maybe it's friends with Ismrud. I don't oh. know how that would work. I don't know. But he looks cute. He reminds me of his. So, and then in all the corners, so we've got keys up in the left-hand corner. I'm just saying. I was just looking at that. You know, you look at the details. The bottom, yeah. it's got eels or some kind of fish. Fishies. The right's being held up by Nikolai's monster or something. <laughs> I don't know. What? Right there. That's bottom. like a well, wolf. I'm, it looks like a wolf, but it looks kind of, I don't It looks know. like a wolf-lion thing. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this map as much as we do. Because I hope you're looking at it with us. Yeah, because if you're not, you're probably really confused. Um, and then I'm assuming on the left and the right with the Grishaverse symbol that that's a sea whip. It could be. Yeah. That's what I would assume. And so, then we have mermaids. Yeah. That's really neat. I yeah. like it. So, okay, moving on. Okay, well, that's the book. I mean, that's, like, <laughs> that's it. We're done. It, we're done. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Thanks for joining um, us. No, that actually takes us to our very first chapter. Mm. Queen Maki. Well, we're in the first section. Yes, first section. Called The Demon King. Dun, dun, dun. So let's real quickly remember, like, okay, where do we leave off kind of in King of Scars? Like, okay, the Darkling all of a sudden was there inhabiting, what's his name? Yuri. Body? Yuri's body. Mm -hmm. And... That ended, and the very last line literally was like, so glad to be with you friends yeah. or something. Yeah. So that was horrifying, and pretty much, like, Ravko was not doing well, and... Other... They're having to get ready for war. Yeah, it seems like war is going to happen any minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Zoya now has, like, a dragon inside her as well, yes. and has learned how to do a lot more with her powers. Nina's staying. Nina's, yep. In Firda, because she's got some plans. Yep. That she she has plans for her and Hana. She wants Hana to learn how to act a certain way, and so that they can get behind enemy lines. And she can teach her more about like doing yes. stuff with her magic, how to be a Grisha. Yeah, I just said magic. I'm so magic. Sorry. The small science. Um, okay, Nikolai's just 
doing the same stuff he always does. He didn't get rid of the monster. It didn't yeah, work out because it was a ruse. Yeah, it didn't really work out for him that way. So he's still got that friend with him. And then we know that the Shuhan tried to pretty much... Um, they tried to kill Nikolai, which they didn't. They accidentally killed his friend and tried to yes, frame the Fjordans. Yes, because it's the, the Bachelor Lance-Off edition. It's all those mm-hmm. princesses are there yep. trying to get... Okay. So, that was a little recap. <laughs> the best recap ever. Wasn't it? Um, so, this first chapter, we were saying beforehand, like most... Like the books, typically the very first chapter is like a random character that you never hear of again. ever again. So this is a new thing because, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, like we're going to hear we about this, this person yeah. again. So it's not like um, they die or there's some horrible thing. There is. But but like it's a lot different than the other. It is. And, first. We, and the way it's set up, we know that this character is like, we know where the last book left off. We know this yes. is going to be like, this isn't just going to be like any other thing. Right. And she, it's Queen Mackie. I was saying Maki. Uh, well, there's the H is at the is after the K, so I would think that the A would be a little more pronounced. But anyway, hey, I don't or know. Mackay. Um, but there's <laughs> we probably have no clue. I, I but I there's should... a rose for her chapter. Interesting. I didn't really pick up on yeah. that or even look at that. Yeah, but you're right. I, that is a really cool thing to notice because every chapter does have a different like each character has, has their own diff- symbol. Yep. Yep. So, so what I really liked about this, like, I mean, this first chapter is pretty simple. I mean, it's just we get to, we kind of actually do what we just did. A little recap of what mm-hmm. happened. Um, we know that Nikolai and Eri are getting married, or they're having a wedding. Yes, because the invitation arrives. Yes. And I love, so that's one little note that I like, is just I've got the wedding invite because they said it. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> So here it is. King Nikolai Lantsov, Grand Duke of Udova, sole sovereign of the great nation of Ravka, and Princess Eri Kurtaban, daughter of heaven, most ethereal of the Taban line, would welcome Queen Maki Kurtaban to a celebration of matrimony in the royal chapel of Azalta. <laughs> I know. I, I wish my wedding invitation was like that. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I lied. That's a complete lie. Um, but it's really fancy. It is fancy. And I don't even know if I said everybody's name right. That's all right. Kurtaban? I sure. Think. Yeah. But anyways, fancy invitation. I'm sure it had like, Lee unfortunately didn't go into description of what the invitation looked like, but I'm sure it had like gold. And, oh, there has to be gold on it. Yep. And gold. swirly things. I bet the envelopes were just like definitely pristine. Um Definitely got a wax calligrapher. Seal. Wax seal, mm-hmm. calligraphy, the whole shebang. Shebang. Yep. And yep. <laughs> a lot of people can't afford calligraphy. <laughs> that stuff's expensive. It is expensive. Get someone to write all those. Yep. Anyway. That's what printers are for. Yeah, I know. That's what we did at our wedding. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, we I mean, just labeled those things on. They looked fan- They looked pretty. but Exactly. If you l- yeah. Sorry. I'm not going to go and spend all... I'm already spending money on the wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to care about what your envelope looks like. No. You're lucky you didn't get a postcard. Um, Wish you were here. Yep. So anyways. <laughs> um, 
we kind of get to see a little inside, which is kind of neat, of Shuhan for the first time mm-hmm. and the way that everything is run there. And, I mean, she's obviously, she's the queen. She's obviously upset that her plan didn't go as she wanted it yes. to. And it seems very much like this wasn't spontaneous. It, like, this plan was something that she had definitely been planning for a while. Yes. Like, didn't you get that feel? Like, Oh, yeah, because like, somebody comes in and is like, hey, so the princess is alive. Right. And she... Which is your sister, is, by the way. <laughs> yes. So, and then the other person comes in. Was it your way? Your way? Comes in yeah. and is like, um, excuse me, your sister is not supposed to be alive. So, so it's clearly a plan that they had put into place. Well, yeah, but she, and she, it's just, there's so much like, kind of like her character in this chapter to me, just like after reading it, I was like, Ooh, she's bad. She's got a lot like up her sleeve. She's like, I mean, just throwing her sister, like, Hey, go kill yourself for our country. Well, we have, Ari was meant to be dead. What had gone wrong? So plans were thwarted. I can't believe that, like, Aerie would be okay with it, too. Anyways. Well, we also learn that she knows things about the Caregood. Oh, yeah. She knows a lot of stuff. So, she's, she is... Um, that's right. She's yep. got... And she's... Does it... She's behind a lot of stuff, she too. knew the process of becoming Caregood, of having Grisha steel fused to one's bones or mechanical wings attached to one's back was painful. But yep. there was talk that the process did something else. That they changed and whatever. So, like, she... Yeah. Yeah. There's a little... There's just some bad stuff going on there up in there. Yeah. So, we also learned that it's, like, I mean, she's planning kind of pretty much to... She wants to go to war uh-huh. with Ravka and Fjorda. <laughs> Doesn't everybody. <laughs> like, I mean... But, I mean, that's a pretty ambitious thing. Like, I mean, just mm-hmm. to, like... it. We're not talking about taking over, like, Azalta. We're talking about just, like ambitiously saying hey let's just go take care over a country and she to me i'm sorry she doesn't have a lot why why what is the purpose everybody knows at this point that ravka is completely broke and helpless so the point of it is just to have more land and conquer i guess well that and like if you're if you're making care good then you need more grisha i don't know yeah i i don't know i would that's thought so i i think it's i think mostly it's like with fjorda and these other places i think it's they're anti grisha so grisha and ravka are kind of one and the same so i think that's the thing is that it's most it's more like anti ravka anti grisha yeah than anything else really i get it yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. we're also introduced to the blight okay so yeah which um not to spoil the ending of this chapter, but I mean, it rolls in. Yeah. Um, it rolls in. And when you first read that, what did you think the blight was? Because I thought literally that the sh- they were talking about the shadow fall, like itself was just coming, hurling at them. Well, I mean, we end the last book with the Darkling coming out and he's now into the world again. And th- so now there's this dark shadowy thing that I- like does things, does yeah. bad things. So it annihilates everything. I thought for sure, like in my brain, I'm like, it's the Darkling. So oh well, yeah. I I was I had I was like, no, that's it. The Darkling came out, and now there's this thing crawling around that's like a shadow. So okay. um, clearly, so 
you didn't think it was a i thought it was literally the shadow fold was, was back i didn't think it was like this blight thing that you learn a little bit more about I, well i in the very first the way that it's described it sounded like a rolling thing that yeah. just like kind of came through like the nothing in the never ending story oh yeah, good job. Where like it just kind of comes, it like parallel. it like came through because it doesn't stay there in the right. chapter. It doesn't stay there. It just you can see the destruction it left behind. So it's just this like rolling, yeah thing. And it's pretty. So it kills her like her niece, right? Her niece. Yeah, her niece is like climbing a tree, and she's like eight. <laughs> yeah, and she's playing with the gardener boy. And it was the and she said that that was like her favorite family member and that she wanted to raise that family member to be queen or something like that God, i can't remember but. gotta love more people yeah when that person dies you're screwed i mean <laughs> just saying yeah so um so anyways yeah so that's the end of that chapter yep but um i thought it was i literally like i thought it was a great opening to yeah. rule of wolves so that was neat we always get some sort of some sort of action in yeah. the beginning of the book so i I think this beginning of this novel, actually, like the first couple, begin- the book is great, but I'm just saying the first couple chapters, it really, op- she does a really good job of opening it. I think the story. Right. And I, I mean, it helps too that it's a continuation of the last one. So it. Right in. Yep. Yeah. So the second chapter mm-hmm. is Nina. We're back up with Nina and she has a little heart for her symbol on her. And she had that last time, right? Chap- yes. She's always had the heart. Yes, because well, obviously. She was a heart render. Yes. But now she is queen of the dead. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I mean. <laughs> Something like that. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, she's she can be anything. Okay. So member in our little most amazing recap ever <laughs> she's she's decided to hang behind and she's she told nina like i've got plans for you or i'm sorry she told hana i've got plans for you um so we when we meet back up with her in this book she's hanging out with the brooms yeah which i did not see coming at all i mean i didn't think she was gonna literally be with like y'all broom like yes with him like dang. she's living in the ice court so cool. think about all the things she's gone through. She was part of the ice court heist. Right. And no. she pretty much scalped Jarl Broom. Uh-huh. And now she's <laughs> living in the ice court with Jarl Broom. Like, how weird. <laughs> I know. Would that be? Also, she must be an amazing actress. I always, like, compare myself to her, but I am not that good of an actress. I would not be able to be like, everything's great. I love it here all the time. Right. I know. Just for good, completely. Like, I mean, we're just traumatized to the, like, I mean, he's just gone. I mean. Well, more like, to, I mean, I know she looks different, but to, but to, to put a smile in front of your room and be like, everything's great. To your enemy? Yeah. Who's killed? So like weird. Oh, I know. I agree. So they're at like a, a little, I don't know. It's like a little market. They're a little, they're a little market. And we hear at this point that like, because um, Broom says it says that there's like a, they've been raiding all these storefronts, yeah, um, because they found like altars. So there's so remember the whole Leone um, parting the waters and everybody bowing down to her yeah. in the last book. Um, that kind of went from there, where everybody okay. is like making altars to Leone of the waters. 
Which uh, is definitely <laughs> against Grisha. Yes. Well, it's for uh, Grisha, it's for but, Grisha it's, but it's against it's against uh, Jarl Broom's beliefs um, because a lot of people are now saying that like the folk that actually um, or like the gel, yeah, actually favors Grisha. Grisha. Yeah, because I, I think that's so cool because it goes along with like you know just like the belief that like you know we're created the way we're supposed to be. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like. If there is something that created us, it's created the way you are. And I just think that's neat. Uh, yeah, it actually is really cool. So, <laughs> but like, this little market thing, like we were talking about, where, like, she literally scalped him. Like, they are standing on the place <laughs> where she was, like, on Perim. I wonder if she, like, she should have been, like, hmm. like, do you remember anything? <laughs> is your head a little itchy right now? Are your ears burning right now? <laughs> your scalp on fire? <laughs> The <laughs> flaming up in Fjorda. Um, so this little market thing like comes with the show. Yay. Of course it does. It does. Um I love a good show. Yeah, so it's gonna be like the story of the ice court. Um, and we know the story of the ice court. Um, but it it kind of like starts out like it's gonna be all patriotic and yep. and broom is just like whatever, okay. Um but it takes this turn, mm-hmm. and it takes a turn that Broom does not want it to like go to. Though they start talking about, you know, Sancta Elisabetta and Alina and Zoya, and I um, love it as Broom goes in to try to like stop this. <laughs> it all goes down. Yeah, a storm magically appears. I mean, of how did that happen? And a giant wave comes up and like <laughs> knocks him on his butt and like. Makes them all wet. It's like a tsunami. I mean, just out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you just seem as I shocked mean, as I am. Just completely out of nowhere. Weird. Um. So, of course, everyone's laughing at him, and Broom does not. Oh, he does not like laughter. You can tell uh-uh. from the, the way this man is raised and built and talked. Well, especially he, don't laugh at him. No, not at him. Uh-uh. You don't get laughed at. Uh-uh. Because no. he is a real man. Ugh. Yuck, it makes me want to puke. <laughs> Sorry. But I like this part because when this when the storm comes in and the wave comes crashing, all of the people start praying to Sancta Zoya. Huh. I'm in heaven. I know you are. Ah! I thought about you ah! when I was reading through I love it. Uh, but we find out at this point that uh, Nina... And Hana are kind of up to all of this. They yeah. have been working through this with the the Hrinksa network, um, which sounds like a late night charity call in channel. Like, <laughs> call the Hrinksa network. <laughs> oh my god, that's our next commercial. <laughs> have- so if you don't remember, I actually have in my notes that undercover Grisha in Fjorda are Hrinksa H R I N G S A. It's kind of a fun word. It is. It's got Hring- the Hringsa. Hringsa. It's got that like. I know. So wait, do we learn? We learned about the Hringsa before, right? Yes. Okay. Just yes. making sure that wasn't um, new to because the, the, those are the people that they're trying to get out of Fjorda. In the, oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. That's um, what they call them. Yes. Yes, it's the Hringsa network. So um, a magical message appears on the shop. Mm. Again, it's all magic. It says the children of Gel are among you. Oh. Ooh, children! <laughs> Apparently, these this these little like miracle magical things have been happening all over the place. 
Um, and of course, um, it's it's Grisha. We know it's Grisha. Well, yeah. that are doing these things, but we have to. You know, they're doing it so that um, it says like attempt to fuel the children of Jell thing. Yeah, how everybody you know Grisha are the children of Jell, um, which seems to be working. Sounds very much like I mean I don't know Mormons. <laughs> Like the, the yes. is, like I mean, just coming to your door, like, John I mean, Smith or whatever his name is. Yeah, is we should. Sorry. Oh my gosh, we should stop. We're gonna we totally stop. be. Um. Anyways, so, moving on. So, so Broom has been people. on like a huge mission to like really go through all these shops and try to get rid of all these altars and things. So clearly, they are pushing his buttons. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was just thinking about the children in shell. Um, like, <laughs> Um, but the, the blight we were talking about has showed up in Jeroholm and people are, I guess, putting those together that the blight and the gel thing are going together, but they're not. Nina says that they had nothing to do with that. So we know we can cross Nina and Hana off, off that list. We can't cross the Hringsa off because she said it could be rogue. Could be. Grisha. So, but we do know it's not Nina and it's not Hana. Cross them off that to-do list. Cross them off the list because it ain't Move on. them. <laughs> Not them. Um, so they're going to head back up to the ice court. Broom's all male. He goes on a tirade. He hates Grisha. Wow, wow, wow. We've heard this. Yep. All before. Boo-hoo. Um, the same argument. The saints are not Grisha. Um, but the interesting part in here is that she Nina says that some of the stories of the ice court actually say that the architect either prayed to Grisha or was it Grisha himself? Like he could have been a fabricator himself. So that's fun that we have a little tidbit there. And I'm just letting you know, like I can see it all over your face. I know. I don't even need to say it. It's just, you'll learn about more. I know. I'm not going to give it away. So much more. But this is great. But this is where he says some bad things about your girl Zoya here too. Well, he's a, (laughs) Hey, you proud of me? I just didn't curse. You did not. I went. Um, we also learned that the apparat, creepy, creepy apparat. He's still here. Love it. Is in Ravka. You know, I'm actually. No, like, no, no. He's in Fjorda. Sorry. Yeah, he's in Fjorda. He's in Fjorda. You know, I'm actually going to give him some credit. He has survived. Right? I mean, for a creepy old man that I've literally hated this entire time, I've got to give him some kudos because somehow he has literally survived through all. All of these books. Yes. And been a horrible person that so many people, like, he's just. But he's getting around. He's doing what he needs to do. How's he getting there so fast? I don't know, because he was in in the White Cathedral for a while, and then he was hidden for a while, and then he was at Rafka because they were trying to figure out how to get, what's his name, across as Nikolai through him, and so now he's in Firda. (laughs) Yeah, because, and like, I mean. Lord. He's all over the map. Well, he's totally switched sides now. We need to, like, make a little apparat and, like, move him around <laughs> on the map. <laughs> See, and I don't know if you remember, but the very end of um the last book, like, they made it, speci- like, there was a specific line that was, like, the apparat's missing. Yes. And it was yes. just, like, very apparent. And to me, like, I was just like, well, dang. He's on it. He's on his way to Fjorda, clearly. Um Yeah. I it doesn't seem like Broom likes him very much either. Okay. Um, but he says that 
the apparat says that Ravka is possessed by demons and that Vedic Dimidov was anointed by the saints themselves to rule. So he obviously just drinks anybody's Kool-Aid. He does. has got like an yes. upper hand in the Grishaverse. Like, I mean, he's just... That's how he's surviving. Yeah. See, I... Huh. You know what would be interesting is to actually hear the behind the story on the app. I know he's creepy as hell, and I'd love to hear more about like oh, yeah. Bagra and things like that, but like... I wonder what he was like as a little kid. Like an apparat short story would be. Yeah, like be where great. did he start? Yeah. Like because I mean he's he's old. Yes. <laughs> I mean he's just gotta be old. And he smells like incense and graves. Incense is fine, but I'm I kind of put like more of like dust smelling of like poop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> smells like poop. Cause he's smells po- like poo. He's probably got. He's old. He's probably got to have some depends on. Well, and he, and, and and like musk, musty, like musty, like like old. Yeah, and you know books and in the show, I expected him to have gray hair. I don't even know if they describe him having gray hair, but this entire time, I've always imagined him. With they gray say hair. he has a beard in the books. Which he did not have a beard in the show, but no, I and will... he wasn't that creepy in the no, show. No, he should have been so much more creepy in the show. But he might be—he really didn't have a big part in it. Like, I mean, they—they they placed him in there, but he's got more time to be creepy. Oh yes. So we'll see with the next couple chaps, next seasons. So, so back at the ice court, there's a letter, and we see. Um, like what Nina's been doing this whole time, like how she's been sneaky. She's like, let me take that coat for you. And she, we learned at this point that Fjorda has tanks and Grisha on Perim. And as she takes the coat, she fishes the note out and she plans to give it to Nikolai. So that is, is what rat. she's been doing oh, in Fjorda. She is a spy. What she's been doing that's forever her, that's her that's her specialty yeah she's always been spying but she's actually spying right in front of broom yeah which is really cool it is give her some kudos for that so it's bad. then we're moving on to chapter three which is nikolai's chapter yay and um okay so just off the very front of it i'm just gonna say my favorite character in this chapter has got to be punchline give it to that horse Come on. He Nikolai rides in on this horse named Punchline and it's so cute cuz it says like he um Nikolai has a soft spot for the piebald pony with crooked ears. Oh, I know. And here's the quote. He certainly wasn't the prettiest horse in the royal stables, but he could run for miles without tiring and he had the steady disposition of a lump of rock. Usually. Right now, he could barely keep still, hooves dancing left and right as he tugged at his reins. Punchline didn't like this place, and Nikolai couldn't blame him. End quote. So, okay. So, just letting you know, we are riding on into a town. We got we got a crew. We got Nikolai, we got Zoya, we got Tamar and Toya, as you know, obviously. And another favorite thing is the name of this town. Yaryanosh. <laughs> and, yes, I totally, like, had to spell that out and figure, like, how do you say this? Yaryanosh. Um, so anyways, we've got this blight, which yeah. we were talking about. I wish it had another word. I don't want to call it blight. I don't know why. I just feel like it's, that's, I know. We'll think of something. The nothing. Yeah. But <laughs> the nothing, yeah. It's obviously striking more places. Yes. It's always been striking in, in Ravka. And this Yaryanosh has been struck 
Mother Blight, and it's two miles long this time, and they're starting to... They're trying to put together what, what the pattern is. And I think it's funny because here's this quote. They say they're trying to contemplate whether it's his pattern. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, um, and they're referring his, referring to the Darkling's return. So here's this quote. Returned. There was something quaint about the word as if the Darkling had simply been vacationing on the wandering aisle, sketching ruined castles, sampling the local stews. Not brought back to life by an ancient ritual orchestrated by a bloodthirsty saint with a penchant for bees. End quote. <laughs> um, I love that quote. So I just love that I literally imagine, can see the Darkling walker, walking around sampling local stews. <laughs> and that's fun to say. Local, local stews. St- sampling local stews. Mm. Cute. Um, so the Yari note, they, they're going to obviously figure out what's going on with this blight um and the yaryanoshians and the suli are looking like they're about to have a battle and our little group here stops it from happening and they're just like hold up wait a minute did they tell <laughs> I, him to step up they did and a dance I battle ensued yes please do <laughs> um so they stopped them and like i mean the Yaryanoshians are just all upset because they like... Yaryanoshians. That's what I kind of figured, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yaryanoshians. Mm-hmm. They are mad because, I guess, the blight happened right after the Suli arrived or something. And the Suli, as we know, travel around mm-hmm. everywhere. They don't stay in just one spot. So mm-hmm. they move from place to place to place. And these Yaryanoshians are upset and they're scared because the blight came through and it killed a lot of their land and a person they randomly like mentioned like just like i don't know i think they said like i don't know like a homeless person or something like maybe they did maybe i shouldn't say it that way they said it some weird way like it was just like what who was it i don't know um it was somebody that was kind of like it didn't seem like obviously they they lost like this huge person like the mayor of their town or anything (laughs) they didn't but um anyways um okay i'm not gonna find it sorry um but zoya kind of steps in so like i mean they're kind of the zoya decides like she's like she tries standing up for nikolai because like the yarnoshians are starting to like kind of like throw like you know they're just they're mad they like they Everybody keeps on calling Nikolai, like, you know, there's rumors about being a bastard king Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And Zoya stands up for him and like, look, stop, wait a minute. And (laughs) she's just like, she kind of gets him calmed down. And she's like, hey, let me go talk to the mayor of this lovely town. And, you know, let's see what we can do for restitution for what they lost. And... She goes off with him, and um, while she's walking off, the Suli woman says something. So the only reason I'm saying this is because it's actually important. I promise. I know. I, I, I blab on forever, but um, the Suli w- woman says something um, in Zuli, and Nikolai catches it but doesn't know what she said, mm-hmm. and you don't even find out at the end of the chapter. Nobody, right. You do, like, I mean, it's just yeah. not even said. But It's a secret. It is. Um, Zoya ignores the woman. Um Anyways, to move on, they um, Nikolai suggested to Suli that they should probably move on to another field just to be safe. And then Nikolai 
ask that silly woman what she said. She said, I'm going to tell you. Sorry. Yeah. That's for the general. And um, so they interview everybody, kind of find out what's going on. They come back together. And apparently, like, they find out that, I guess, the Starless Saint group, love that club, wandered through town. <laughs> And um, came through just the night before the blight happened. I mean, the blight not wandered through after the blight happened and blamed it on Nikolai, saying he was a faithless king or something. And anyways, they stood up for Nikolai and chased him out of town. And they kind of just, whew, poor Nikolai. And that's where I've got this other quote, because I think this is kind of puts into perspective what he's been dealing with. Um, They shouldn't have. um, So he's talking about the Suli here. Sorry, (laughs) just give you a little heads up. Um. He's talking about how he should, even though he's the king of Ravka, he should be able to, like, protect the Suli because they're on his land. Mm -hmm. So he says, quote, they shouldn't have to live in fear within our borders. I haven't worked hard enough to secure their safety. Another item to add to his list of failures. Since taking the throne, he'd contended with too many enemies on the field. The Darkling, the Fjordans, the Shu, Jirdaparem, and the damn demon living inside him. End quote. A lot of enemies. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. He's got a lot going on. He does. Poor guy. So um, they do agree that obviously the the Darkling has some connection to this. Like it has to be. They don't know what it is, but it there's some kind of connection. And apparently the fold, like it's just like the fold is expanding. So I guess they're saying here that like that land that it's not literally the shadow fold that I was talking about. Like it's, but the land itself like, after that happened, because it's dead, right? Yeah. Like, so that's kind of expanding. Right. So, like, that gray sand that nothing lives on is expanding. So, obviously, something's happening. They're, they don't know what it is. It could possibly be the demon that's still inside Nikolai. Don't forget that. He's got his best friend still inside him. <laughs> um, And a messenger arrives with a message from the termite. And who is the termite? <laughs> Which is very interesting. It's it, it is an interesting name. I mean, yeah, I know. I didn't expect like Nina. Why would she be called a termite? I guess because she's not blood sucking. No, termites aren't blood sucking. They eat away at wood and structures and things. Oh, I was thinking about. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not a termite. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so what maybe was she's I a termite of? because she's eating away at. Uh, Yurta. Yeah. And it's a tree and their big thing is gel, the yeah. wood, so maybe she's eating the yeah. tree. What was I thinking? What do get on my what gets on Lucy all the time? Ticks. ticks. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Termite and tick. Total huge difference. Yes. One can suck out blood and one won't. One will just tear your house apart. Yeah. <laughs> tear it down. Eat it away. Um, so anyways, the message comes and it's that message you were just talking about at the end of your chapter. Yep. So they find out that they better get stepping because Fjorda is a marching. Are happening. Things are happening, and they're gonna. They're about to start to war. So that was the end of that chapter, and I really liked it. I really liked seeing Zoya, because um, she like, even though she didn't play a huge part in this, you got to like feel her like her new powers a little bit. I felt. Yeah, and also that she. I mean. She's always been kind of this like emotional or no unemotional person. Mm-hmm. And now she's actually like standing up for Nikolai. Did you catch that part where like Nikolai's saying like she tied her, she had her hair tied with like a blue ribbon uh-huh. and like, she like undid it. Like he like 
was holding himself back. Yep. Like, I thought that was really a cute little touch. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh. We've all had those moments looking at someone else when they do something little like that. Where it just touches your your heart and you're like, oh. Well, and I love it because, like, we've been really, like, I've been dying for this relationship to happen for so long. Zoya and Nikolai. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, oh, hi. Um, and we're finally getting a little bit of it. Yeah, right? it's 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 like it's right there. <laughs> because they didn't have any they didn't say anything in the last book, right? I know that I have to ask you this because I can't remember, <laughs> but they didn't I'm say afraid anything. to say too many things, so I well, think I'm saying in the last book. I think we knew We knew. Well, I mean, we were assuming things are coming, but Yeah. Anyways, it was <laughs> I loved it. I can't wait to see. And it's a great way. Like, I mean, I got really amped up here because I was like, okay, so we know from the last book that it was going to have war in it. But, you know, a lot of books that like get to that final part where there's a war usually have like one small little battle scene and it's so like poop. (laughs) And I just I got really amped up. I'm not going to spoil anything, but like I was just really excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, this war is actually about to happen. We're about to like have some stuff and stuff some action here and yeah it just it happened really quickly i didn't expect that to happen. yeah you know sometimes authors can draw out everything yep uh and by the way i've just just in case you wanted to know i'm sure our listeners really care where i am in outlander um but the show i just watched the last that last episode i watched was when that little guy died like the little cute little oh from the bomb exploding behind him it was so sad Oh, okay. Yeah. For those of you out there, yes, Terry <laughs> loves Outlander, and I've been um, trying to watch the show forever. And um, oh. yeah, but I got so sad. I really liked his character. What's his name? Do you know? Of course you do, right? What's it? <laughs> Little guy? Little guy. He is really sweet. Um, I didn't expect him to die. So, But that has nothing to do with the Grishaverse, so that can happen another time when when to talk about it. But anyways, that's um that's what we covered, and I thought it was a great opening for the book. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it sets things up for happenings. I mean, and I would at this moment ask you like, what are you excited for? But considering that you and I both have read this book, we can't ask that. But we can ask you. Yes. (laughs) If you have not read this book and you. What are your thoughts? What do you what are you excited about? What do you want to happen? What do you not want to happen? What are your predictions? Yeah, because I can tell you what my prediction was. I'm not I know the answer now, but I'm not gonna tell anybody. But I from the very beginning, my prediction was like Nikolai is not gonna make it through this novel. I just like that is what my prediction was from the very beginning. I'm yeah, not gonna I say wasn't whether, sure. And I'm not gonna say what the answer is, but just letting you know that was my prediction. That's I just how we left off on the last book. I just didn't expect, I was just like, especially when she started describing the story, she's like, it's a book of war, people are going to die, people you love. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's killing Nikolai. And yeah. Uh, anyways, what a great book. And we're just in the first three chapters. <laughs> How exciting. So tell us what you all are excited about, um, if you haven't. And um, yeah, let's not spoil it. Um, so don't like, tell us what your favorite part that we haven't reached yet. But um, yeah. Tell us what you are excited about, or who you th- who do you think is gonna make it? That's a good question. <laughs> who do you think is gonna survive? <laughs> Rule of wolves. Ew. Who will be left? Okay. Anyway, so it's that very special time for 
Yes. For those of you, thank you for listening. Yes. Anyways, so let's go live to our Grisha in the field. Alex! Hi, guys. Thank you so much. Um, We really don't have any news this past two weeks. Boo. Um, Nothing's really happened, so that's all I got for you. But in my personal news, my hat for my... uh, cosplay for my Durst cosplay has been made. I'm just waiting for it to ship. So I'm excited for that. Um, other than that, that's all. Have a good day. Thanks, Alex. That's amazing. And actually, I... That's fun. I'm excited about your hat because I saw your picture that you put on Instagram. Yes. That, like, that it's... Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. You didn't put it on Instagram. You texted it to me. So sorry. <laughs> I saw yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, very excited to see that. By the way, for those of you that don't know, Alex is incredible and actually has like this handmade kefta <laughs> like being made. Yes. It's going to be so cool. It so, is. um one day we'll have one, who knows. I'm going <laughs> to when I learn to sew like the girls from RuPaul's Drag Race that don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um so yeah, there hasn't been a lot of news because we know like Lee went quiet, mm-hmm. silent. She gave us a heads up about that, though, yes. because she's writing that sequel to Ninth House, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm excited. And I guess she's writing probably the next part of season two. Anyways, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting the eyes. I'm talking too much. So we got some shout outs, right? We do. And we need to say thank you to mm-hmm. our monthly... Mention <gasps> Patreon subscriber Sally Daniels. Daniels. Thank you, Sally. Thank you for your continued support. We love, we you. love you. We do so very much. And we would like to also thank Lacey from Instagram. Thank you for sending a little message, girl. That was sweet of you. I, I'm glad that you're listening and enjoying. And yeah, keep it up because thanks, Lacey. We are trying. <laughs> so, anyways, if you got some questions, send them on over. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's nice to be back from our break and back to be back reading. I'm just so excited to read this because I read the first, <laughs> I read it the first time so quickly. Yes. Yeah. So we will be back next week, and we'll be just be covering chapters four and five. Ooh. You know, make it a little easy for yes. you. Yes. So not too hard. Well. Okay, well, it's been lovely. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys back here next week. Woo! Love y'all. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GreeshCast. Connect with us on the web at GreeshCast.com. Send an email to info at GreeshCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon at GreeshyCast. Thank you to Kendra Dantes and Year 26 for the amazing background music. Our staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber. Woo! Woo!